Blog Talk Radio. Who's the guy with all the dirt on Hollywood's biggest scandals? Who's What does he know? This is Kelly Clarkson. Sometimes you gotta go to an author, TV host, and bigger than life personality to learn. Fame is a bitch. <laughs> November 29th, 2017, we're starting the show with a lot of breaking news that happened throughout the night involving Eric and his world. Uh, last night, I did something that I never thought I would do, and I'll confess to it. I block somebody. I never do that. It's such a white person thing to do. They, sometimes when they're in a mass email, they'll say, unsubscribe because they don't want to receive my 1,200 obnoxious emails throughout the day or text messages where people try and drop out of the group conversation. I, I always add them right back in. But with Eric, I just said that I want to give it a break and just not have him in my life. And I did block his emails. I blocked his phone and then... I realized that on Gmail, for some reason, if you block somebody, they don't know you blocked them. So it was just going to his emails are going to my spam folder, so he didn't know that he was blocked. I have no communication with Eric whatsoever right now, and it's not a ploy either. I just don't want anything to do with them. I do find when people are not loyal to you that it's okay to to cut them out. I generally don't do, but in this situation, it's just warranted. So that's my opening confession for this show. And we'll get into the Gonzo issue and also what's going on with Eric in terms of the habitat. And then I got some ironic news to share with everyone relating to Eric because he had all these emails going to spam, obviously I wasn't responding. And then he went into panic mode. And I almost get suckered right back in because you'll hear the big boy now, now that I cut him out of his life, I've never met a nicer person in my life. Now big boys, he's looking up when the basketball game is. And obviously we know what he's doing and kids do it as well. When they're in trouble, kids and parents, you'll know that they'll start to talk to you about something in the past that you enjoyed. Shit, when kids are in trouble, they'll even talk about school, things they don't want to talk about at all. And that's where the big boy is right now. So we'll see if we can progress. I hope that we 
have our our co-host. Are you there, girl? Yep. So what's the matter? You lost your phone the other day or yesterday? I broke it, so I had to get a new phone. Were you running for some black from some black guys in your neighborhood? And it fell? I was. I was running from a bunch of niggas. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I love how you, you hold up and you change your tone when you use the old N-word, but that's okay. So, I with, said, regard- you, could you tell that? I, like, held back a little bit. Yeah, I heard, because you, you're not sure. Remember, I'm completely liberal, so you go ahead and fire away. Uh, my mouth's black, so I got a, I got a, some sort of an exemption. The second I adopt an Asian kid, I'll have full joke immunity when it comes to any nationality, because my wife's Jewish and you know, black mom, Italian. All right, so with Eric, yesterday I was just enthralled by this this podcast that Gonzo has, and yeah. I'm not sure if they were are they referring to you. They're referring to a crystal that's all over the internet. Uh, maybe you yeah, did a, a sh- okay, yeah, because it's like, is that crystal crystal? Yeah, because I mean, I'm I'm a newcomer to the network. Obviously, I'm hooked. And they were saying that you did a show with Ask Napkin Ed. Um, oh, I got fucking, sh- I got brutal. It was brutal. It was a brutal show. They fucking Dude, destroyed I mean, me. I can't. The guy's so smart and articulate and 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 authentic. I'm surprised that. That's not a hit. I'm surprised someone didn't pick it up already, right, with him. I mean, they don't even need you. Not being, I didn't even listen to it, but I, I presume that's what's going to happen. So just to give you an update, so with Eric, the, I mean, I'm, I haven't spoken to him. He, he, I shouldn't say that. He called me this morning, although for the past 10 hours prior to that, I haven't, I haven't communicated with him. And you know, just because of his overall attitude, and that was it. And and now all of a sudden he called me this morning, and he's super friendly to me. The number six five seven three three zero one hundred. I do want to play some of these clips. There, there was a show you probably know since you were you're on that network. It's an amazing uh, I'm show. Not, I'm not on that network per se. I just I did a. I was a co-host contender for Ask Napkin Ed. He, but see, and no offense to you, but he probably doesn't need you. I mean, I didn't listen to the show. I just, I'm, uh, I'm a decent nobody judge of talent. Nobody needs me. I, nobody no, needs no, me. I, I'm, I, I'm I need you. I'm for I, I, I like the dynamic, but I mean, he's just probably so good. I haven't listened to the show, so I can't say for sure. Just basing it off <laughs> of what I know about him. Uh, it'll probably be a great show. So did, the, did you call him articulate? Is that what you said? Is that he's articulate? Is that the word you use? Yeah. And again, oh, okay. he could be just making sure. putting and it we're on. We're talking about ass napkin head, right? <laughs> so the other show that was on last night, uh, because Eric kept emailing me saying he's bashing me, he's bashing me. I said, Eric, I always let you bash me. I, I let you threaten my three-year-old on on national radio. <laughs> and I, <laughs> And most people would get upset about that, but oh, I know her. So, yeah, yeah, everyone. So when he was emailing me, then I went to this this podcast, and I, and I was just – I was captivated. There's a guy, I think it's like the brain or the the intestine oh. or the heart. and yes, what the is that brain show and called? Ava. The bra- it's Ranting with the Brain. I actually did a parody um, of the song Creep. 
based off of brains that his his person his persona on the internet because he's a fucking creep. Nah, I wouldn't call him that. Well, nah, maybe in yeah, his person, yeah. maybe in his personal life, but professional life, it, it, it's an amazing. It was amazing. Now, I I will say this: that his co-host, I don't know who that that girl was, but her name is I Ava. I didn't even hear the question, but this is why you're so much better. It's because someone might have asked her something, a sexual question. I'm not telling you that, or I, you know, like, it's like that. And then why the hell are you on the fucking radio? What are we gonna hear? Like some political right. bullshit? And it's like, then right. fucking do something else. I don't understand why they would even bother. But yeah. the the topic of me came up, and someone must have called in, and I'm not sure when this thing. Too. I heard that. Yeah, too. and there. They were saying that it was me that that called up the show. I mean, I was trying. I couldn't get through. I mean, they probably had three, 4,000 callers on the line. I know, like, our system <laughs> cuts out after a certain amount. I was just right. I, I was dialing and dialing, and I even had my friends to dial for me, too. Just couldn't get through. So it comes up, and it's funny how the one, you know, Eric was saying, I'll play you the call from this morning, but... All the emails leading up to the call are the same. I'm going to knock your teeth out. You know, gun, I'm with Gonzo and all this stuff. So I don't talk to him for 10 hours. And then all of a sudden, I call from an anonymous number my office line. And I'm, I wasn't sure who it was, so I picked up. And I normally don't. And it was this sweet, sweet boy. I mean, this sweet, big boy. You know, like, he's so nice. Like, um When's the game? Because I told him we'll go to a Syracuse game, and he he got the dates and everything. But I, I tried to explain to him I don't want I don't want you in my life. Wink, wink. Uh-oh. So, you know, and and he just he ropes me back in, and then well, I went back and and someone sent me clips from this Gonzo the the brain show, and in there, someone they must have someone that's helping them with it because the person one of these these high-level producers came into the show and interrupted and said, hey, we know that this is Vinny on the phone. I mean, they they got me. And they said that, yeah, Eric was, Eric contacted us. There's a little one in there. I'm going to play it for us, and maybe you can give me your interpretation I'll of it. But, you who, I'll tell you who it is, too. That, that yeah, so, so we do it a few ways. I, I, can, I can play the full clip, and you'll be able to hear it through through what we're doing. And then you could tell me what's going on in this thing. I mean, it, clearly it wasn't me on the thing, but go ahead right. and, and and let's just listen through the full segment and we'll come back and maybe we'll stop through it. So let's see. Hello, how okay. are you doing? Good, how are you? I'm good. What's good. going on tonight? You're on with evil Ava right now. She's gonna And the brain. Off. Who are and we speaking brain. with? We're speaking with Mickey. Hi, Mickey. What's up? Do you have any questions? Mickey. I live in Orlando. Um, yeah, I, I, you just thank people for donations, and I was wondering if you have enough donations to fight the uh, case that's going to come against you from Disney for the Gonzo logo. Oh, great. Oh, well, actually, we aren't using the Gonzo logo. That's the um, that's the network. We, But I don't know. That's a good question. Maybe you could call Gonzo's show and ask him. What do you think, Green? Oh. Yeah, call uh, call uh, the network and can talk to them about it. I'm sure they'd be happy well, let to me give pose, you a call. Let me pose this question. Are you guys concerned about that at all? No, I'm not concerned about anything. 
I, um, I, don't, I just don't get concerned about anything. I'm know. personally not concerned because no, we don't care. The network point. is owned by somebody else. Yeah, my hands are clean. We yeah, don't but, care. But no, 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 not not that you guys would be charged or anything like that. Yeah, I'm not going to get if, charged. If, if the network is and the network is shut down, then you guys are fucked. Is this right? is this Wush? No, this is Vinny, Brian. This is Vinny. This is the guy who was exploiting uh, a high pitch Eric on the I'm, YouTube channel. No, oh, okay. no. What do you mean by not, exploiting? How was he doing well, that? Well, basically, he put the guy he put the guy's life uh, on on blast on Sky or on YouTube twenty four wow. hours a day, and basically tried to destroy his his lifestyle so that he could try to get like two thousand dollars a month in donations, and uh, that's that. And Vinny's just mad because uh, we technically blew up his game. That's all. Oh. Wow. How did you how did you do that? Well, you know, we the Gonzo Chicago Podcast Network, Eric Eric kinda told us what was going on and we wanted to get him out of that situation. The guy came home from surgery, he couldn't even rest. Vinny wanted him to mm-hmm. go on, on the blog, this blog uh talk that he's got set up in the uh in his apartment and uh you know, Eric couldn't even rest. Um, he couldn't sit in his apartment and watch TV. They had like sound effects exploding inside his. Oh inside shit! Of really? Yeah. So we saved Eric, took him out of that situation, and now Vinny, uh, this attorney uh, in New York, is upset and he's he's doing he's doing this. But uh, he better play his cards right because uh, I'm sure um, the ARD a- the ARTC in New York uh, wouldn't be too happy to hear about all this. <clears throat> Wow, that's amazing. Um, I think we have another caller. I can't okay. believe that. Oh, Brain, there you are. Um, <clears throat> I heard I heard that people were sending Eric food and stuff, and he's been, you know, just recovering from a gastric sleeve surgery, which he can only eat fluids, basically. Um, wow. I think we're going to answer this phone call. It's un. the wrong button again yeah. <laughs> it's okay oh sorry no problem i'll let it slide this time it's okay <laughs> sorry jeff <laughs> it's okay are we back yet yeah we're good see right there that intentional pause that they did was obviously an homage to our our best and favorite whackpack of all time eric the actor right they they didn't intentionally they didn't do that on as an accident doing that pause in there they they just did it to eric so they they got me hooked right there so obviously i don't think that was me calling in and yeah they they are correct on on some level we do play sound effects when he not only when he's uh, watching tv but when he's sleeping so that is definitely annoying the the money too i mean they don't realize that they're taking away a lot from me and you and everyone else because, I mean, I built my whole career to get $2,000 in donations. I'm not putting down $2,000. Actually, it took a lot of work to get to that point. So, right. yeah, they, they they got me. And the one part that the only part that bothered me was that, and and it shouldn't bother me, but the accusation that Eric is, is, is whining to them about what's going on. Now, I well, know they saved that Eric... him. They saved him. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> saved him from what? <laughs> they so, saved him from you, from your 
from your exploitation. Yeah, I know. They and save, it's they true. I said it straight away that we do exploit each other, him and myself, but not on an unfriendly level. So that was that. And when I heard it, I was laughing last night when I, when I was listening to it. But I, I, I don't know if there's another part where Eric was calling in and bashing. That's what, really what I was looking for. But it is nice to hear that old Benedict Eric was, was pitching someone to save him. I don't know how they're going to save him if he's just going to do a show. Now, I may think that he's doing it because he wants to show me he can get a phone. That was like a big thing to him. I can't shut off his phone and, and control, and I, I get that. But I didn't care about – I never wanted to shut off his phone and things like that. I just wanted him to do the show. I'm, I watched – they played a replay before this show started, and to see her do the show makes me happy. <laughs> and yeah. obviously I understand – in true Eric the actor fashion, the, the resistance makes me happy too. So, But to that being said, I haven't spoken to Eric since for 10 hours and he called, and and that's where I'm at. And he, he thinks that life is just going to be the same. Kitty's my friend, and and she's in business with us, and if he disrespects her, then there's an issue. And it's not going to be this thing where he can just take advantage of people when I'm away and then expect to have all the benefits of a friendship too. So that's where we're at. Perhaps maybe we'll see who's on this line. Call hey, Vinny. From... Yeah, go ahead. Uh, it's, it's good to hear you, man. Uh, it's been a while since uh, you went away. I'm happy you're back and you're still doing this. It's Lester from the chat. What's up? What's up, Lester? How are you doing? Lester. Good. Uh, hey, what's up, Crystal? Listen, um, not so much about Eric, but uh, I did a little research. I actually met Kitty, and um, I took her, a strand of her hair and sent it to 23andMe. <laughs> it's, and uh, they do gene testing, and it actually turns out that she is the grand granddaughter of Matilda Katzen, and Katzen in German actually translates to Kitty. I think the nickname has been passed down. And that was Heinrich Himmler's mistress. So I just wanted to let everybody know she actually is a direct descendant of Heinrich Himmler. Yeah, I mean, she, she's. Pro- I thought I heard some champagne bottles popping, and that's probably what it was. I mean, did she? Did you give her the results before you called in? Um, no, actually, she, she's probably finding out right now. Yeah. So, but <laughs> see, most people, you you probably thought in calling that would be a good. Uh, way to get at her, but she, she's going to be happy when she is. Let's yeah. see. Maybe she is. I don't know. What do you uh, think there, girl? Good morning. Did you hear the great news? Oh, yeah. I heard. Congratulations. Kind of funny since 23andMe doesn't take hair strands. They only take saliva samples. But, all right. Well, I didn't want to get it. graphic, but I t- I sent your saliva in after you, you know, performed oral on me. I saved some. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like me. Yeah. You're a pro. <laughs> nice. Hey, Lester. So get this. I'm a, is anyone here a fan of Kirby Enthusiasm? Yes. Don't all jump at once. Well, they did an episode recently on the fake... Tweet basically if you want to tell someone something, or you send a tweet that you intentionally mistakenly send to them. So, for example, Lester, 
I told you when I was on vacation, I'm, I was sitting poolside with my father-in-law, my wife, and my kids, and up pops like a naked girl laying on on her bed. And it was in my, I received it via tweet, and it was, it was from Crystal. No, so, that was not a tweet. I fucking sent it. To, I thought I was sending it just to Tawana, but you were in the fucking thread too. Yeah. See, what do you think about that, Lester? Yeah, it's a good insight that Lester has. He probably he dropped off. So yeah, I by the way, I freaked mean, out about that. Don't freak out. Never, you never have to worry about. You don't have to get that I'm going to get upset about anything. Trust me. Don't worry about it. I, sometimes I get that same way. Like you, you, you want to know if you actually offended someone, and then they haven't responded I was, no, to I was you. Worried. Someone was in the chat. They were like, "Oh my God, his wife is going to see that." I'm like, "No, it wasn't for him." Oh my fucking god! I was, I was freaking out. I felt so fucking. Yeah. Bad. Don't worry. Jewish girls aren't vindictive at all. They're cool like that. So. Back to the big boy. I do have this. So we heard what we what you saw. Like, I don't. I never heard this show before, but obviously I subscribed. And I'm going to listen going forward to this brain and the girl. The girl seems nice. She just she just needs to up her game a little bit. But they're going to get there. I think they've There's raised too many over. Boundaries. Yeah, and that's the thing. And it gets fucking boring and lame when you when you send up the boundaries in in this business. Not to say that. We don't have our own as well. So, Kitty, the latest with me and Eric was that I had cut him off for 10 hours, and then I received a call from him this morning, and total different person. What did he say? Well, uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll play the. Do you want me to play the call? I, I, I told him. Play the call. All right. The issue is that you girls aren't going to be able to hear it, so uh, should we play for the fans? And then if you have your radio, you, you can hit your mute and go on and okay. listen to it. But if, if, you, if you insist okay. on hearing, I mean, I don't like to betray the guy's trust by playing calls like that. It's, but if, if you're insistent that we play it, then it's not it's not I such a great call, but, but it, just keep in mind that the emails leading up to the call are, I'm going to smash your teeth out with a hammer. I'm going hmm. to kill you. And then comes this, which are playing now. And, again, if if you're not by your... What are you doing here? Hello? What? The basketball game is Tuesday. Eric, what did I just tell you? Home basketball game. What? I told you no more, dude. No more what? Everything. Why? Dude, I don't want to go through it again and again, all right? I said no more, no more emails. I blocked it. So, no more, dude. What, what did you block? Your email, your phone, and the only reason why you call me, you call me on a... Riveting e- emails and... 
voicemails and calls coming in from Eric. The calls that we had on couldn't hear, and I apologize for that. The the call had. I wasn't sure if I was going to play it or not, but I said, let's go ahead and play it. So, <laughs> as you see, this is this is the genius of Eric, because this 1,000th time that I said I wasn't talking to him again, I mean, it did last 10 hours, and then he calls me up, and he just, he just pulls me right back in. So, we'll figure out what's going to happen. I don't know if, if Eric's going to continue or not i have a feeling he may or may not i don't know what's going on with his, his eviction either we're not representing him one way or the other he, he just hasn't contacted me or communicated with me at all about it i do have a feeling that the building he someone may have claimed that they would let him stay if he took down the cameras now of course in that situation then we're gonna have to figure something else out because i don't want him to lose his apartment but and that that is a, a serious thing for him because it took us a long time to get us get him into that place. So on that level there could be some some issue, but I think there's always a, a way to work around things. And if Eric's an entertainer and this is something that he could generate income for himself on, I know that the Gonzo network is somehow uh, calling me out for just doing this for donations. It's a weird term to use too. Uh, no, sorry, Gonzo Network. The the super chat is, I guess you can call it a donation. So on some level, they have some point, but the bulk of his money will come from from advertising. As you see coming in, YouTube recently was in a bind in the sense that ads were running across every video, no matter what. This was recent, probably six, five, six months ago. So. On the other channels that we have unrelated to Eric, the topic could be anything. It can be like ISIS beheading, although they probably wouldn't go through. But either way, you you could see a McDonald's commercial, then they'll cut right to a goddamn dog dying, you know, something like that. The new platform allows for, and then they started just to block everything, meaning if your ad, if your video wasn't just pure clean or sports or something, then it wouldn't have any advertising. Now they have this new structure. It's probably more reasonable where most of our videos get flagged for not appropriate for all advertisers. And that's something where then, then you can have a manual review of it, and then it can be appropriate for all advertisers. So that's really where Eric's videos fall into. I don't think most of this stuff is is not suitable for, for all advertisers, but he is getting new advertisers, and we don't really have a say. The only one that, that is specific to Eric has been the audible.com, so I know I have to do those stupid spots for them, which I don't want to do. Uh, let me see if I can... Here, maybe Crystal. Crystal, why don't you do an ad for Audible? It's just got to be at least 20 seconds long. For auto what? Audible.com, you know, why I think listening is a new reading or something like that. Oh, do you know how to read? <laughs> you don't know how to read? You should try Audible.com where we read books for you. This Jackie, Jackie's book or whatever, right? 
Yeah, come on, girl. Keep going. We need, they need a full read. It's got to be 20 seconds oh, long. Well, um, I know you're not if reading. You're, so. If you're illiterate uh, and, and have a hard time reading and you would rather just, you know, be bored to tears and fall asleep, um, you can go to audible.com where they read books for you. Gonzo Shikok will actually be reading books for those who have insomnia and have a hard time sleeping. And he will, you can get books read by him. And then he'll mock right the fuck out. Is that 20 seconds yeah. yet? Audible.com. Audible.com. Let me just run their ads. This woman is laughing because she's listening to a hilarious audiobook on Audible. And this woman is laughing because she's pretending her boss's terrible story is funny. Audible.com to start your free 30-day trial today. When you, you used to have a car at one point, right? <laughs> I used to. <laughs> no, I, I'm just. <laughs> I love how you left. I, I thought you had mentioned you don't have one now, but. Yeah, no, I wrecked it. I, I totaled it. Yeah. yeah, of course it is. I mean, any respectable drug addict is going to wreck their car at least once. Okay, it's former drug addict. Thank you. I'm a recovering drug addict. I haven't done drugs in 15 years. Thank you very much. Yeah, no, which I always say is commendable. You would agree that a respectable drug addict is going to wreck their car at some point. Yeah, but I didn't, I didn't, I didn't do it when I was on drugs. Maybe I was just making up for when I didn't. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. I was referring to you specifically. And I'm, oh. I'm not making complete. Yeah, just saying. Like if you, if you're gonna do something, do it fucking right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, right. So, yeah. Let's see if this is. Go ahead, Cole. You're on the air with Crystal. I'm oh, sorry, wow. caller. Why don't you try and call back and get into a better reception area? I, I can't hear this call. Can you, Crystal? I I barely understood it at all. All right, try again. I think it is a mm-hmm. prank call. I don't know. Let's just hang up on that caller. So I think they're back... looking for audible.com. Yeah, inaudible.com. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, oh. I don't know. That, that that could have been the big boy. It, it sounded, sounded like, like it. It sounded like yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see if he calls back. I'm sure he'll he'll be in a good area when he calls the into the Gonzo show. Oh, this person keeps calling me now. It couldn't be the person that I said I, I didn't want to talk to you the past ten months. Let's see, ten hours. Sorry. Get call. You're on the air from Sacramento. <laughs> Are you in the bathroom, sir? You know what? Crystal, do you remember the call that we had that burst through his gastric sleeve? It sounds just like this one. Remember like a week ago? Yeah. Right? Because like when you bust through that sleeve, all of a sudden your phone just cuts in and out like that. I think when you have appendicitis too, like appendicitis, when you have the appendicitis, you can um, it messes with your fucking reception too. I think. Yeah. In fact, I think. 
Yeah, go on. Do you think the phone is in his sleeve? <laughs> I don't know. Hello? Uh-oh. Hello? Hello? Hi, we're going to have to hang up on that call. But, yeah, if you recall about a week ago, uh, Tony from Brooklyn, we got a, a plane flying overhead. Man. Sorry. Tony for Tony from Brooklyn. He had the gastric sleeve, and he didn't follow the doctor's orders, and he had to go into the hospital. It wasn't the same hospital as Eric, but when he called in, his phone sounded just like that. He had burst through the sleeve, and he lied to everyone and said it was his appendicitis. So, we'll see if it, I mean, should we give this call another try? Yeah. All right. Caller, you're on the air. Yeah, that new phone's really working out for him. <laughs> well, how do you know that this caller has a new phone that he scammed from somebody else? What are the chances? I'm psychic. All right, so we'll just kind of... Is more ha- code? <laughs> I don't know. Caller, when you get to a better area on your Metro PCS new phone... You give us a call back. So we're talking about respectable drug addicts, if there is a way. I think a lot of times, like in an arty situation where he can't really hit rock bottom financially, I mean, he could. So like already has unlimited money, but he does have money, and that's because of his work. It's not because of luck or something like that. And that... There's nothing worse for for an addict is access to money, and usually they, they end up dead uh, from more likely from overdosing or this just prolonged drug use. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, how much would you spend on heroin in, in a given week, for example? Uh, back then, in a given week, I was doing probably about 150 a day. So how does it work? Like, what are the the denominations or the quantities when it comes to heroin? A gram was a hundred because, like I said back then, they were doing it point for point. So a gram was a hundred, and uh, I don't remember what they called like anything bigger than a gram. What is a gram? And what form is the is the heroin? Black tar. But like, what is it? If you looked at it. It looks like it looks like a like a gooey black uh, resin, maybe like pot resin or. Okay. Of, and where the fuck? Where did that start out from? Like what country? With, uh, Pakistan. No, not Pakistan. Afghanistan. Opium. All almost all the opium comes from uh, poppy the poppy fields in Afghanistan. That's fucking awesome. So if you think about how that product had to get from get to you, and it's got to come. So you're saying that most of these, it has to come from a plant, and I'm not into yes. this shit. All, 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 um, all opium comes from poppy, poppy plants, like poppy seeds. But those well, are not come, opium. Yeah. How come Afghanistan seems to have the the corner market on on those plants then? I don't know that and the oil, man. But yeah, it, they're really they're the biggest 
producers of opium. Yeah, so like, did you ever find out like how the hell this shit gets? I know you don't give a shit when you're when you're just trying to get high, but it that's a fucking long trip to get from Afghanistan yeah, you don't, to your body. Yeah, you don't really think about stuff like that when you're a heroin addict. Um, maybe if you were like tripping on LSD or or you know smoking pot, you'd think about the process that it went through to get to you. But when you're doing heroin, uh, you're not thinking about anything except for you know being high. And the black, you call sick. it black, what is it called, black tar? Yeah, so they call it black, black. Uh, yeah. Ironically, yeah. You, you did allow that black substance into your body. But that's the, that but is not, the only black, yeah, exactly, that's the only black that I ever subject put in my body, <laughs> absolutely. Well, yeah. in theory, if your husband was banging his black mistress and then banging you, it's like, and okay. it's indirectly, but... That's yeah. So, did I hit, right. hit your borderline? <laughs> you know, it's, or whatever. Let's go. No, boundary. Uh, I was a, no. I have no boundaries. We all know this. Um, I was adopted, and my adopted mother told me. I don't know how true this is. She, I think she was fucking trolling me right before I had my daughter. But she told me that I was like one. I I had like a great 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 grandfather who was black, and mm. so and that 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 after that. that the black African American is, is the recessive gene, so like I could have a black baby. She's like, even though you're white and your, you know, baby's daddy is white, your daughter, because you do have African American heritage, could come out black. And I was like, I don't know, you know, I'm and I'm gullible. Everybody in the chat knows I'm gullible. You can ask the building manager. I'm gullible. I'm gullible as fuck. And and so I'm like, what? Like, oh, my God, this is going to be hard enough. Like, I'm going to have to do a paternity test as it is. Like, this is going to be hard enough to prove to this man that this is his baby. If he comes up black, I'm fucked. Like, he's not going to believe me. Yeah. I mean, pregnancy is fucking hard enough and as stressful enough on a woman. The last thing she needs is to worry that she's going to have a black kid. I mean, that would be a I was terrified. I know. I was terrified. It's nice that your mom could do that to you. Yeah, she's a, I mean, she's a dick. But, yeah, but my baby came out white. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. She's black yeah, now, which is weird, but yeah, she came out white. <laughs> so have you spoken to his his black did he remarry your husband? Actually. No, we're still married actually. Still married and yeah. Well, do you speak to the black mistress? No, all? he's not he's not with her anymore. I think it was just a little he was it was a phase he was going through, just wanted to taste yeah. a little bit of the ghetto and then he got out and no, I mean the girl is with now is still trash, but she's white trash, which is more. Yeah, yeah which is better, obviously. So, Eric, Clearly. I don't know if you heard, but while you were talking, <laughs> heard his Morse code clicking in. I don't know what he's doing. Uh, I presume that's Eric, unless that's someone else from from 68th and York with a bad phone reception. That I'm wondering and, what. Yeah, that phone is not working out for him very well, unless it's like a rotary uh, phone. No, it's not rotary. It, and this is the thing, Eric. If you listen carefully to the the voice, the phone call that we just had, which I didn't, but then I heard this part where he basically just wanted to sh- he didn't want me to shut off his phone and have that ability, which I get. So now he got that. He got his new phone, but now he's you know it, it's it's semi sad that he's sitting around in a in an empty hospital room. But I'll tell you this: Kitty was on his way, was on her way to to greet him this morning with. Uh, with a new outfit. He wanted an outlandish outfit. And Kitty 
is buying him some clothes and then bringing it to him. So that that is the beauty of being in Eric's world, and I, I like to watch it. What happens sometimes is sometimes I realize I'm getting caught up in it where they're, they're saying, like, people are fighting with me. Like, I don't want to go into a, a whack pack fight. And the same thing with Truly. When, when I'm like, bro, I'm not getting into a whack pack fight because he had he was saying, you know, maybe you should lay off him or something to that effect. And I'm like, I'm not going to get into a fight with friends over whack packers. I love them and I love Eric, but I'm just not going to not going to engage in that. The issue now is that Eric is is going to have to go home. He won his his big battle of not doing the show, not having the phone. But the second I I, I just wait a few minutes and he, and he's calling and calling and calling again. Where yesterday it's I don't want to ever talk to you again. So we'll deal with that. I guess the next issue, and I'm going to put up on the screen the the two Gonzo characters, because part of the show they were saying that I was advocating that Gonzo was ripping off Disney. And had they actually listened to our show, I had said that I think that there's a clear difference in the two Gonzos when I look at them. And you know, the more the more I see it, the more I can see it's like completely different. But we did call over to Disney yesterday, and you know, we left a voicemail. <laughs> but <laughs> I I just wanted to, and to be fair, and if anyone else has the position that these two characters could be confusing to general consumer, you can call it, and we can call over Disney. I don't want to call Disney <clears throat> with it because. Clearly, I have an agenda, right? It could say, because Gonzo took away my livelihood, I'm gunning for them, revenge style. And I have a clear bias. But my position was that these two characters are completely different, and no one's going to get confused. And then if you listen to the podcast, the co-host, the female, said that I doubt – actually, the male said, the producer said, I doubt that Disney – would care about a podcast with 200 viewers, something that small. And I'm thinking, why is this loser not recognizing that they're going for obviously bigger and better things, right? It's like, yeah, if you're one person or if you're two viewers, Disney probably will care, but you got to think a little bit bigger in life. You don't sit there and say, well, hey, we're starting this whole network. For some reason, they put up a $50,000 uh, goal. I don't know what the hell they're going to do with mm-hmm. that money. You know, to me, they don't even. That's they a drop just, in the bucket to them, though. You know what I mean? Like they're going to be so big. Right, and they should just seek immediate outside financing. They can get it, and and I'm not joking. They can they can get that type of financing and and move as quickly as they can to get the get the company to a public offering, and that's where the big money is. So. Uh, Fifty thousand, I and mean, this this not a substantial amount, but it is weird to be begging your fans for a specific amount for real. No, I don't see what the real goal is. Maybe he announced it. I, I'm going to go back and listen to all the shows, so we'll see. But you me, should help them with their legal. If there's any legal issues, then you should help them. Um, offer well, them some did, advice with this Gonzo stuff. I did give the advice that look the way I look at it. Your Gonzo has five hairs. They got three hairs. They got the Big Mac. We got the Big Mick. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's it's something where you gotta try and find these distinctions. But 
<laughs> so I, I, I was curious though about the. You said you were spending. Uh, look who's calling again. Now this is an unknown caller from 68th and York. Let's see. Yeah, call. You're on the air. Hey, Vinny. Uh, it's Lister again. I don't know what oh. you guys are talking about with Gonzo's uh, network. It, it sucks, and it hasn't made any money. It's been on the air for for like three weeks, and and people have donated like 120 bucks. Eric made more than that in an hour on his uh, YouTube stream. So they're not going to make any money. Eric's an idiot for giving up this stream, and uh, I can't wait till it all crashes and burns. Well, that's the thing that I had. I mean, I disagree about the quality of the network, but if I pull all of the internet out, then it's going to just be annoying to get back in, and it will be longer. I do think that Eric is going to to stream his Gonzo podcast, and that's his new thing, which makes it a hell of a lot easier for me because we can just pull that stream, put it right on our channel, you know? So, like, any mm-hmm. any any YouTube channel we can stream. That's easy. That's that's not a – but, you know, how, how long is that going to last and what kind of content can you get? I don't know if Eric this is the this is the real the real sticking point is if the cameras are there will Eric have to be evicted or, or leave. So that that's the one thing. Everything else I can deal with. There's another call coming in. Let me see if Well oh, I want to talk about that. Um Wheel Corner Hospital, you're on the air. Penny, I'm gonna stab you. <laughs> uh, bad impression. No, that wasn't the real Eric. So yeah, mm-hmm. we'll see what happens when it, when it comes to that. So, but Lester, are you saying to me? But do you think that because he is guaranteed? So let's say 800 a month. I mean, I I don't know what kind of guarantee that is. That's that's what they're allegedly paying him. Is that better than 2,000 a month? No, and if you, like Eric complains that, you know, you make fun of him and stuff like that, all he had to do was sit in his home and allow cameras to be on him, and he was going to make a couple grand a month. If you want to put cameras in my house and make fun of me, I'll take the money, you know? And they're not going to pay the 800. And that's the thing. If you listen to how they saved Eric, I mean, like, again, I don't want to engage in this weird fighting, but I saved they saved him from sitting and talking for 10 minutes a day. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, meanwhile, he can smash things, and which is fine, but I agree. But what are you going to do? This is the beauty of Eric, and it does suck on some level, but I hope that we can work something out. I, I do think that if we, if it comes down to the apartment or the show, um, fuck the apartment. we got to keep the show going, and that's, that's the way it's got to be. <laughs> So, hey, can you we'll see put a banner on your on your channel of how much money their network has made to keep track? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, to keep a running thing. I mean, we could actually. I could keep the scoreboard up. So it's not just this channel, though. You know, like when what happens is if if he gets one strike, strike meaning any type of violation, and that's subjective. But then you can't live stream on it. But that doesn't mean the channel's gone. So three strikes and the channel is gone. Uh, so, or something crazy, like when he was threatening to kill other people, not me, but people that went to the police, they can take it down. So that's fine. 
Yeah, I can I can actually put this. It's a good idea. I can put the scoreboard up and have it totaled each day. So the way it works, again, it, there's a two-day lag in everything. So I could total all the channels and have that up and running, and then I guess Eric can see what he's missing. Uh, but good. I mean, I, I, yeah, we'll see how it goes. I mean, if he doesn't want to work, he doesn't want to work. But he was calling in before. His phone wasn't working. So we'll see. He's definitely listening. Do you want to give uh, Lester, do you want to say something about his healing and anything else, send the message to him? Uh, yeah, I'm really sorry that, you know, you had to go back to the hospital for busting through your sleep, you fat fuck. Get well soon. That, that was uh-huh. nice. Thank you, Les. Appreciate it. So, can, can, I, can I address something really quick? Always. Go ahead. Did you, did you, by any chance, I sent you a link, and I also sent you a picture of the building manager, and I asked you, did you get a chance to listen to that call? I didn't, but so Crystal had sent a picture of the building manager to me uh, in addition to sending me a picture of her naked, and oh I did see the building. I studied the naked picture. I, I, I breezed over the building manager one, but he, he, that was actually, that, that's him, though, from what I could see in the video. So you, then you uncovered something else, but I didn't get to that other part. So what was it? No, I just, ever, uh, it's, most of the people are of the impression that the building manager that's in the chat, that's coming to the chat, and that I ended up talking to on the phone, um, and that I ended up calling from my show that night, that, that that's not the real building manager, that it's actually um, a troll. But uh, there's, I have to be very careful because now this person is telling me that I recorded his voice illegally and he's going to sue me if I don't say that it's him. But... Um, yeah, he's being really fucking like uh, he's like strong arming me and threatening me if I don't support and tell everybody in chat that it is that he's real, then he's gonna sue me. But um, <laughs> you really so, are gullible. <laughs> I mean, does any no, of that make I'm, any sense to you? <laughs> right. So, but I'm just wondering if you heard the voice and what your thoughts were. Okay. Because he yeah, speaks no, Spanish, so that's all. That's clearly, you know, that's supposed to be yeah, the. <laughs> They're all the same, right? So what's the difference? I, it'll be hard for me to, to try and figure out the difference. But let me see if this is another. <laughs> Again, Cole, you're on the air. Crystal, we're going to stab you. Good, do it. Stab you with your penis. I'm going to break your teeth in. Fuck you, I'm going to have <laughs> Fuck you, baby. I'm going to stab you with your penis. Fuck asshole, motherfucker. You're sounding a lot more girly, Eric. Hey! Hey, let's take a 30-second break. The blog talk radio, they have their own spot, so back in 30. Taking a family of five to the amusement park can cost a small fortune. Oh, yeah. So to save some money, we thought, hey, let's bring the amusement park to us. Yeah. Go ahead. All right. Uh, step right up. Step right up, young man. Are you ready to ride the wacky waterfall? That's just the bathtub with the shower head running. Nope. It's the wacky waterfall. It's the shower, Dad. Waterfall. Wacky. There's an easier way to save. To get a free rate quote, go to Geico.com. Then buy online, over the phone, or at your local Geico Oh, that was a Geico commercial. I have breaking and, news. Uh, hold on. This is breaking news. Eric. 
Eric has just emailed me uh, telling me, hey, cunt, I know loyalty, you bitch, shut the fuck up, and, hold on, fuck off, bitch. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I, I presume my spam filter is getting those too. So, yeah, Eric's listening, and obviously we want him to get better. I I still haven't got the medical records or access to them to really determine what happened, but uh, I just hope that he sticks to the diet, and I hope he does well. And the good news for us is that we have so much unaired content. Uh, I mean, if you think about it, if you run a show for 24 hours a day, it's you're going to have a lot. So there's probably years worth of content when in terms of, let's say, a sitcom where you're just doing 30 minutes, things like that. So there's so much that we have archived. Probably most of the fans that are here now weren't even here the first few months. And sometimes yeah. you hear the audio screwed up on the first few, some some of the videos. I, we realize that. But for now, we're going to get everything fixed up. And we're, we're going to keep... We're just basically going to keep the show going out of spite. Eric had said that he had an attorney that was going to send a cease and desist letter for them to make me pull down my own videos, when I mean me, the company. So that's not going to turn out too well. I know he, his family friend attorney does criminal law. He's a nice guy, but uh, he'll, be, he'll be outmatched when it comes to that. Plus, we own the stuff. And I'm... Again, I think Gonzo perhaps has a stronger case than, than I do. If anyone wants to call in, Crystal, I think you probably would be considered biased too. Anyone wants to call in, if, if you believe that these two Gonzos look similar or, or that you would be confused, a kid would be confused, I do want to call over to to Disney and just keep sending messages because you've got to be persistent in this, in this industry where if they hear that some – the name Gonzo Shitcock, it sounds like it's a, a prank call. And I don't want to just call in and give them my, my biased opinion. So if anyone does uh, have that call, and I apologize, we're not going to get to, to all the other callers today, but anyone that has an opinion that somehow these two are similar, let's call over to Disney and, and see. Crystal, did you hear anything from Eric while I was gone relating to him doing the Gonzo show? Um, I, I know, I knew that he was planning on, you know, stopping doing the network or the, the channel. I listened uh, to some of the shows. I listened to him on Gonzo's show talking about how he, you know, wasn't, he didn't like the cameras. He didn't want to do the, the YouTube channel and that he feels that he was being, um, you know, basically, what? like, because you had, exactly. Um, he's really angry with me. He's, he's emailing me. Don't ever talk about me. Don't ever talk about me in the room. <laughs> wow. No. So, no. yeah, it's, it's interesting because in reality, I'm just looking at the the demographics and the numbers. They've actually been higher since Eric hasn't been really on the show which is fine. This was never intended for for me to sit here and do this thing. I do miss the show. I actually, listening to the the one that was played before, it was good to see him. 
and it's it's funny how attitude is so important in life because I mean, he calls up today as sweet as pie, man. It's nice, you know. That's like the normal Eric, and he's a little bit nicer than normal. But when your attitude is poor and you're fighting everything, I mean, it makes a great radio. So again, I, I know there's some calls calling in, but I do want one somebody that somehow thinks that the Gonzos are are confusing because I don't want to, again I don't want to give they are Disney they're very much alike they're they're um so one suit is a little bit darker than the other like that's it yeah the thing is that they can clearly say well you're you're working for this channel you want that's your biased opinion I want someone who is not necessarily connected to the show uh, in any type of financial way so call in and I'm call not I'm not Disney. paid by anybody on their show no I know but. Yeah, who knows? So when you were having to, I would imagine that if you don't have access to money, but you need to have access to heroin. I know you said some crazy shit, like you made your boyfriend dress up as a female to steal stuff from Walmart. Yeah. What do you actually go for when you're stealing, like in terms of value? Um. Well, we were our thing was DVDs. So we would just steal box sets, um, and all the DVDs, like DVDs when they're brand new that had just come out. I would stole from Kmart, Target, and Walmart, like every single one of them in a 90-mile radius. Um, did you have to, did you have to unwrap the DVDs? Because I would think they would have the electronic. Well, at Kmart, uh, yeah, usually we would have to go and remove the, the sensors from the inside. So we'd bring a razor blade with us or whatever, and we'd hide them in our pants and our jackets and stuff but with Kmart um, but when they had the garden section we would just load up a cart we would get like two duffel bags and then we would go load up a cart we'd put them in the duffel bags we'd go out to the fucking um, garden section where like the fence or the, the yeah the gate or whatever would only go so high and so then my ex would toss the duffel bag full of DVDs over the um the gate, and then it would land on the other side of the, like, in the parking lot, pretty much, and then we would just put it in the truck and we would bounce. So you'd actually throw it over, throw the duffel bag over yeah, there? Yeah, yeah, throw the duffel bag, be inside the garden department, throw the duffel bag over the the gate or whatever, and usually there was, like, stacks of, like, bags of manure or whatever on the other side mm-hmm. that is, like, actually the part of the parking lot, and, and so it would land on that, and then one of us would be out there, and we would grab it and put it in the back of the car or the back of the truck, and then we'd leave. Which one of the facilities that you've been caught at has the nicest place in terms of where they detain you? Oh, like in the room, like where you have to go in the room and then wait for yeah, them to call the cops? Yeah, because some people yeah. are... Some some companies are assholes when you steal. Some are like a little bit more cool. Like they won't call the cops. You just sign a paper and never come back. Like who would you say has the best customer service when you're stealing? Not Target. They're assholes. They actually played rock paper scissors to determine whether or not I was gonna be have the cops called on me. But I think it was a whoa whoa. What do you mean? They they played rock Uh, paper scissor. Yeah, the the two loss prevention guys were like, let's let's do this. How about we're gonna play rock paper scissors with each other, and if he wins, we call the cops, and if I win, we won't call the cops. And I'm like, seriously, you guys, like, what the fuck? And so they played. They played. And it was two out of hey, 
Hey guys, um, I got this new business. Uh, this this body like, rub let business. Me give, let, we... let me play rock paper scissors with you. Then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So did you did you win? Um. No, they called the cops, and that was the time. That was my last time being busted, and that's when I went to jail. What did did you do? Rock paper or scissor? The the final deciding um, round was the guy who was. The, I didn't get to play. He, they played against each other, so I said I think it was rigged. Oh, that's so, fucking bullshit. That could, yeah, dude, fuck that. I know that. they should have let me play because I, yeah, they should have, but they yeah. didn't. So, yeah. Uh, Eric um, you know says that he has loyalty. Uh, yeah, Eric, we get it. You have loyalty. To yourself. Um, anyway. Um, oh, yeah. Kitty just, so, but I would say he, Eric, Kitty just said Eric's as loyal as a as a Cuban with a jet ski. And that, that's not cool, Kitty. A Cuban <laughs> with a jet ski? Come on, Kitty. <laughs> All right, so... Fuck, dude, rock, dude, I mean, they're just fucking torturing. So they call the cops, and is it the, is it the cop that you were in love with always always busting you? Or is it no, that cop, that cop was, I was in California back then. I don't, I've only lived in Arizona for a year and a half. So that was, you know, 15 years ago. But what sucks is what we didn't know is that loss prevention managers, like with Walmart, you could get busted at a Walmart, let's say, where I was from in Hemet, Right by a loss prevention guy in Hemet. And then you could go out to Redlands a couple months later, and you would think that that guy from Hemet would not be there because that guy's store is in Hemet. But that's not true. They rotate them throughout the entire fucking county or, or um, oh, district or whatever it is. And so I actually got busted in San Bernardino by one guy. He decided not to call the cops on me. Let us go. Said, don't ever come into Walmart again. We said, yes, sir. And then two months later, that same motherfucker is in the Walmart in Redland, catches me again, <laughs> and he called the cops that time. Yeah, and that's the thing. Because you're so desperate at the time, it's just like you're willing to, you're going to make a lot of mistakes and get caught a lot. And it just at that fucking point, happens. yeah, we were going. Yeah, 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 right. I, I get at that it. Point, it's not you desperate. Yeah, your body's under control of that substance, and there's just nothing you can do. And it just sucks well, when you don't have money. And then, yeah, and then Artie does have money, and that's. And I think sometimes that's even fucking worse because he doesn't have to go through all that bullshit. I stay poor on purpose. Yeah, I stay poor on purpose, so I don't have money. That way, I will. I will be able to take things. Well, it's it's one way to think of it, but I I don't think that that's. I'm joking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because it's been 15 years for me. I'm good. Yeah, no, it's fine, and it is. It is. It's an interesting dynamic, and you're really one of the fortunate or stronger ones that can get the fuck out of that cycle. I mean, because the things you were doing just to get it, and your body's craving it, and it's mm-hmm. hard to overcome. You know, it just it just really is. So that's well, cool that you're. Well, it's like one percent. I think it's like three percent will get past. Uh, five years, and like from that three percent, only one percent will make it past ten into actual recovery for life. Are you those, know what I mean? I've are never those touched actual, heroin again. Those it's, actual those statistics. Set, set, so yeah. I know it's about three. It's about three percent. Like yeah, heroin is not one that is easy to get off of. Most most don't. They can't. So I I mean I'm not proud that I ever did heroin to begin with, but I am proud of the fact that I am part of a very elite. 
and small number of heroin addicts that have been able to go not just five years or 10 years, but actually have 15 years, and I've never once relapsed as far as touching heroin goes again. What did you do with the DVDs? So once you get out, now you have DVDs. How are you, how are you converting them to cash? We had about three different um, – well, back then, the warehouse. Do you remember the, the music store, the warehouse, where you could take old movies and CDs and stuff to train, trade them in for cash? Yeah. Maybe you didn't have that, but yeah, so that we had that, um, but you could only do that so many times. Um, and then we had a couple mom and pop video rental places that were putting in orders and stuff, so we would get stuff like that for them, and they had a video rental place where they would sell DVDs and stuff. So there was I mean, always. So, yeah, you were entrepreneurial at the time because you have to set up that distribution network. I mean, you're taking retail Absolutely. and trying to yeah it's not, it's generally not a profitable venture when you but because you're not paying for the in theory you're not paying for the product then you can somewhat right. do it I and mean, they probably only how much were they giving you for each DVD you it took? depends sometimes uh, it depended on like if it was a brand new release it's brand new like sometimes we did if we were just tossing them over the fucking fence like like we did with a lot of them then they're unopened DVDs. So then that makes their value go up. Now it's their shit because no one uses DVDs Obviously. anymore. But yeah. yeah, but back then, if it was a brand new movie that came out and just released that day and we go swipe them and we just, you know, toss them over the fence, then when it comes time to go distribute them, they're brand new. They're not even open. So now there's, I mean, we can get 10, all we have to do is sell $5 less in the, in the store you know, that's ten bucks a DVD. Box sets are ten. another one. Box sets. Yeah. Box sets would get us some good money too. What was the other? Was there anything other product of choice that you would go after? Mm, no, because that was pretty much it. Like we, as crazy as it sounds, like even as a heroin addict, like I, I still had uh, lines that I wouldn't cross and stuff. So like I never stole from friends or family or, or even strangers. Like I never, you know, robbed anybody. Um, it was just, it was just DVDs. That's literally the only way that we could support our, our habit. And we were able to, and I mean, ne- go ahead. You never gave, you, you never do any too. type of prostitution. What was that? The other no. Or or games like uh, PlayStation Two, play, I think yeah, that's a yeah. PlayStation Two, PlayStation Three games, Nintendo sixty four games, so stuff like that. So sometimes the uh, Walmart or Kmart or Target, like they would leave the game cabinets or cases open during like the holiday season because they have so many fucking there's, there's so many people going in and out of there. So they would just leave them unlocked. We'd go in and sweep up all the brand new games and shit and do the same thing. Yeah, I mean that's. It's interesting because yesterday the power went out in my building out outside, so it was out for like four or five hours. And these fucking pansies, like they, they're like, oh, should we get a hotel for the night? I'm like, you're in a fucking Manhattan high rise. The power's gonna go on eventually. It's supposed to go on at two, then six, then nine, and, and eventually went on at nine. But I went to Kmart, which happened. There has to be a Kmart across the street in Penn Station, and I wanted to buy portable battery chargers for the phone. This big boy mm-hmm. has all of mine, so I tried to take it off, and it's fucking like locked onto the thing, onto the display. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And I guess certain things are locked down, and as you know, but 
it's cool how the 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 market has changed for shoplifters because now you're right. No one fucking cares about a DVD. You'd probably be. I don't even know how much. I don't think anyone would pay anything for a DVD right now. So if you have to steal it and then sell it, but the market changes. The products change and yeah. And if you, yeah, so it's interesting. I think we have. Uh, sorry, I'm not going to get to all the callers. I want someone to call over to Disney with us. That's not biased. Nine five one. You're on the air. Not if I want you not on the air. So when Eric is scheduled to return, and amongst the emails he said, he said he was going to do a show on Friday. Now, anytime we have a show that Eric's actually doing on YouTube, we'll just put it right on our, one of our channels too. And that's easy. I can easily have whatever he does on any channel. It can go on to ours. Technically, we wouldn't own it, but we're just reporting on it, so we'll see what happens. And we can use uh, some channels that we don't really care if they go on or off the off the air. But we'll see how it goes. I, I, I do want Eric to succeed. I want him to do well. And I do think that you know, he's hooked up with a with a great group, and they're gonna do well. So <laughs> you, <laughs> with what's the what is the premise of the Ass Napkin Ed show? I probably I, I don't think I'm going to be part of that. Um, that he's got that King Kanowski guy. That I mean, they they just were attacked me like fucking crazy, and I'm just like I I don't want to be subjecting myself to something like this without being paid. So I'm not going <laughs> to. What are they attacking you on? Oh, they just just being a prostitute. Oh, he was calling me a prostitute and. Call me a whore and and talking all kinds of shit about me and and uh, hello it's, <laughs> it's body rub expert body rubber massage therapist right Emma. right 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 yeah. I'm so fucking gave a guy a couple of fucking hand jobs here and they're like fucking calm the fuck down you it sounds like he needs a hand job just relax a little bit bro you know yeah whatever so, whatever and the guy's fucking retarded and not even in a in a real sense in just a fucked up sense. So, but I, I mean, know. it was good content for them because I was screaming at that. Or I wasn't screaming. I actually, I actually handled myself like a motherfucking boss, to be honest with you, because I was catching shit from the chat. I was catching shit. And Chad called in there. He's a, my arch nemesis. Like so many, it was, it was just so much shit. Gonzo went in there and kind of started, you know, fanning the flames a little bit. And then Gonzo was talking shit on me on his show afterwards. And I'm just like so hated. But I, but it was so funny because it was like. Like Gonzo, you want to sit there and talk shit on me, but I was literally mentioned and talked about in every one of the shows that you put on this week. Like I run that network over there; they're talking about me so fucking much. Yeah, I know it's weird because I, I'm I only tuned in for ten or fifteen minutes, and they were talking about a Crystal who he banned, but but Asnapkin had wanted her on the show. Well, I think I think you're great and excel at this, and the fact that. I mean, you have so many crazy stories that probably even just scratch the surface yet. The fact that Target employees are playing rock, paper, scissors, which, guys, if you're going to fucking arrest a girl, at least let her play, because there's no way to tell if that game's legitimate or not. At right. least let you well, choose, you know, like... Yeah. Yeah. Were they... they much, I mean, black? it was pretty much obvious. That was obvious that they were, like, they were just fucking with me. Like, they were just, you know, mediocre trolling me. But... But the judge, though, when when I got 
to sit in front of a judge. Um, he's he's like, I was going to let you guys go today uh, and just do time served. He's like, but then I looked at your records, and you've been busted at every Walmart, Kmart, and Target in a 90-mile radius. Like, I can't let you go. I mean, this is obviously a habitual thing. And he's like, where are you going to shop? Because you're now not allowed to be in these any of these stores ever. You're banned. And I'm like, well, there's a Kohl's opening near us, uh, Your Honor. Yeah. And he was like, what the fuck? Because <laughs> I was delirious <laughs> at that time. I was, I was like five days into my fucking withdrawal. I was hallucinating. I was just like, I didn't give a fuck. What are you going to do? Put me in jail? I'm already in jail. So I was just cracking jokes and just fucking being retarded. Well, but the judge got a kick a, out of it. Yeah, isn't this scary, though? I mean, jail must be scary in the sense... You, I'm sure if you're in the middle of your addiction, you can give a fuck about jail. So how are you going to get access to drugs? The no, drugs it was... I'm going to die. No, actually, kicking heroin in, in, in a facility... I was in a maximum security... Uh, detention center so I was in a one cell it had two bunks you know 23 hours a day um, and and I was just miserable sick like I, I was in kicking heroin is one of the it is by far the worst um, experience ever and all I was caring about was like I wonder if I can get one of these cops to give me an extra five minutes under a hot shower like that's all I cared about and, or I hope I don't grow up anymore like and I hope my big black cellmate doesn't beat my ass. And, you know, it, there was, I just, but actually having drugs or, or the craving to do drugs was not there because I was in jail and I knew that it wasn't even an option. So the psychological part of coming off of heroin or getting off of heroin was not really evident or, or wasn't there because I was in jail. So I knew that I couldn't. So for one of your, shoplifting convictions you had to go to a maximum security prison not a prison it was a maximum detention center maximum security oh, okay. detention right. center right. gotcha. yeah. yeah i was going to say how, it, it how was you still county get past it was still county but it was okay. still county but whereas like maximum security is you're actually in a cell a cell with the doors clunk shut you're in there for 23 hours a day on like lockdown pretty much versus a more of like a pod setting where you've got like 90 girls in a pod and you know you're all there's you know you're not in a cell you're all together in the same room type of thing i, I think there's i would prefer freedom. a cell i, I would prefer, I just in my mind because it's a little bit different for guys than girls it's like the, getting killed is less likely as a female i would think i mean yeah you, you just you gonna have be fighting hard yeah, I know. So there's going to be, I get the whole fighting aspect, but I mean, you're not going to really die from a female fight absent some weapon oh or something goodness. like that. I actually got yeah. in a fight. Uh, after they, I was in the maximum security place for about 12 to 13 days of my 18-day sentence, and then they transferred me to Glen Helen, which is more of a relaxed uh, place. It's more of like a rehabilitation area, and there was, that's where you had a pod of like 90 girls and and I was still in orange which is a god awful fucking color I had PTSD I can't even go to Home Depot because it's that color orange I can't stand it and and I was still in orange because I had a warrant out in another county everybody else was in blue and so they knew that I had a warrant out and some girls stole commissary a baby Ruth 
bar from a, another girl, and that other girl, like, was missing an arm, so everybody was, like, really feeling bad for her, and they knew I was in there for theft because I'm open and I tell people that shit, and I went to the bathroom, and this girl comes up to me. She's like, so-and-so over there, she's going to want you. She wants you to take the fall for stealing that girl's candy bar. I'm like, fuck that. I'm not fucking doing more time. It's not going to happen. And I'm still, I'm, I still just, I think I just started to sleep more than, like, five minutes at a time. So I'm still really fucking out of it. And the next thing I know, I turn around, and, like, every single girl that were, that were on their bunks are now in the bathroom. Like, walk, I can't leave the bathroom. And here comes this bitch, and she comes walking up. She's like, "You're gonna take, you're gonna take the fall for that. You're gonna tell them that you stole that." And I'm like, "I'm not. I, I can't. I, I can't even see straight, Vinny. There's like literally like three of her in front of me." And I'm like, "I'm not gonna take the fall for anything. I didn't steal anything." And she looks like she's gonna like cock her arm back like she's gonna hit me. And I'm not fucking playing this game because if she hits me, I'm probably gonna die because I'm like that sick. And so I just kind of like just closed my eyes and I, and I was going to, I looked at her face where I was going to hit her and I kept a memory of that. And I closed my eyes and I balled my fist and I swung and I intended to hit her in her, in her face, but I have really bad aim as it is anyway. Plus I was sick. I ended up punching her in her fucking throat and like, she's like gasping. Oh God, the noise she was making was awful. And she like fell to the ground and that's when I should have been like, yeah, bitch. But I was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. And it was, it was just bad. It was really embarrassing. Wait. But she, she's okay, though. Yeah, I mean, that's it's a good spot to hit. I mean, the throat is – usually you can't hit the throat because the chin's down, and probably not going to knock her out if you hit her right on the uh, on the chin. But, hey, you got the I fuck out of yeah. there because you were just surrounded by – People, I guess that is the one situation. No, they. I think they did that. They did that so the guards couldn't come out and see it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, what was yeah, going I know. On? It's a whole lot of fucking bullshit. Like people that go in, and you're fighting over a fucking candy bar and a one-armed lady. You know, it's like it's so lame, and you can literally die over this shit now. So they think at yeah, some point. Yeah, there's no that's way. Gotta... That's like an extra two weeks of time. I'm like, I'm not gonna fly. I want to get the fuck out of here. Like, I'm not gonna go yeah. saying, oh, I stole this bitch's fucking candy bar. So you can get off. I mean, you're the one that stole from a gimpy arm, not me. And 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 I'm doing do more time. Fuck you. No. Yeah. What were you in for for that? Was that for shoplifting too? Yeah, that was. Yeah, I got caught. I got had the police called on me three too many times, and finally they said you you're not obviously learning from your past mistakes, so you're going to go to jail this time. Yeah, no, it's, look, but all that's in the past, and you had to do what you had to do in terms of the addiction you had in your body, and just had to just, you weren't thinking straight in terms of long-term ramifications, and I get that. I mean, unless you're addicted, people will never understand that, I, I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah, it's just this way when you see the people and they have that, that addiction to it, and then the physical part, you had to deal with, I would imagine, if you're dealing with withdrawals uh, in in a in a lockdown environment. Can you have access to just regular medication that they prescribe you there somehow? They, when I told her, when I told the guard that I was kicking heroin and going through severe withdrawals, I mean, she could tell just looking at me. I was 
in a really bad way. She looked at me and she said, well, you should have thought about that before you did heroin. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, because we all think about that, yeah, right? Like, exactly. I'm like, wait a minute, hold on. <laughs> before I do this drug, I, I think there might be a time when I'm in jail and I'm kicking and I'm going to want something to help me with my withdrawals and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to regret this moment. So, I, you know what, fuck it. I don't need to do drugs. Like, like no one does exactly. that. I fucking dress my husband slash boyfriend up as a female to steal CDs to get drugs. You think I'm fucking thinking that was about? So uh, awesome! It was so funny. <laughs> it was so. All right, we're well, way funny. past the time, girl. You were awesome today. Appreciate it. Now for big boy Eric, we'll see what happens with the return to the habitat and the process. Uh, I'm gonna leave things up for now. I don't know what what will occur, but we'll keep the 10:30 show here until he returns home. Let's see um, his tone of voice. Uh, obviously, you heard him in the morning today, and it was different than when he was talking to me yesterday. So perhaps things are yeah, it's different from the emails I'm getting. Oh yeah, well, I have those emails too. But Eric, I know you're listening. Everything's blocked, so please don't. Don't call me or email me or write me. Take okay. care of yourself, We'll talk Eric. to you later. <laughs> Is that your big message, Eric? Take care of yourself. Yeah, you still love him, even though he calls you. Different I do. Names, okay. I really do. Yeah. I, I do. I just, yeah. He's He's got a spot in my heart. Pretty big one. All right. And with that, we're done for today. See you tomorrow. Who's the guy with all the dirt on Hollywood's biggest scandals? <laughs> What does he know? Sometimes you gotta go to an author, TV host, and bigger than life personality to learn. Fame is a bitch.